Amen. I, I want you to get this understanding of the Word of God. The Word of God is not a recording of things He said, but it's things He's saying. Okay, it's what God is saying. It's not. It's not a storybook of 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 occurrences that happened. No, it's it's showing us what's still happening. Okay, it's still happening. God's word, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out. It's still coming. Man, when, when, he, when he's speaking that word, that word is alive. And, uh, you know, that's Hebrews like 4.12, I think. It says that God's word is alive and, and it's powerful and, and it, it, it's, still, it's still going. It's still going, man. God's word, God's word is not, it's, it ain't back there. Well, let's see what he said. No, let's see what he's saying, right? Because God's speaking. God's speaking in his word. He's speaking to you. And, and he's speaking to me. And sometimes that word's coming from different places. You know, it's not just, not even just when we're reading it. Man, I love hearing people speak God's word. I mean, I love it when somebody is like just is squirting out of them. You, you know, uh, uh, Matthew, it says that the good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth good things. Uh, I, I like it in the Amplified. It says the good man out of the good treasure flings forth good things. Flings forth. You, you ever, you, you ever, you ever get pretty excited and you're talking and you can, and you try not to say anything about it, but you can speed, you can see the spittle going. You're flinging forth right there. You know, you're flinging forth good things. Amen. Water in the seed. That's what I call it. Water in the seed. And, and, and you know, because you, you, you start to get this, this thing on the inside of you, you start getting fired up. Okay. You're getting fired up because you know the word of God. And, 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 and like I said, it ain't, you don't need to know, like you're going to get to know tons of it, but, but you can defeat the devil with just a little bit of it. I'm telling you, no word from God will ever fail. So you start using that word and you start demonstrating Satan's defeat. And I'm telling you what, you're going to live a life that you have, you've been empowered by God to absolutely humiliate hell. And the enemy's telling you about what a loser you are. You, no, I, I don't listen. I don't receive that. Why? Because if God before me, who can be against me? Right? Think of the, if, if God's on our side, who cares who's against us? Right? It don't make any difference. Why? Because God's not going to lose. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to hang with him. Right? I'm going to go with God. I'm telling you something. We're, we're walking in victory. You might not feel like it. It might not look like it, feel like it, smell like it, taste like it. We're walking in victory. And you're a lot closer than you think to your breakthrough. Man, you, you, just need, you just need to press into this thing. You need to get this thing. You need to understand that, hey, man, that, but, well, well, yeah, but you don't understand the chaos in my life. There's chaos is everywhere. Okay, chaos is created into the universe by God. Of course, there's chaos everywhere. And, and, and remember that, that, that chaos is every place, but, uh, uh, but there is a force that can bring chaos into order. But, but order does not occur randomly. You got to get this, okay? Order does not occur randomly. Anytime you find order, you'll find that a force has been exercised over the chaos and it brought the order, or it brought the chaos into order. You know, you, you, you know, quit taking care of your yard. Just let it go. And what's it going to, it's going to turn into a, a dead, dry spot. You, you know, you, you don't just go out one day and, fi- oh my God, there's a, there's a vegetable garden out there. How'd that happen? Well, somebody exercised a force over the chaos and brought that into order, 
right? Your life, you, you, you want to walk in a life that is just flourishing, well, then you have to, you have to exercise some power over the chaos, you, you, and you've got it. You've got what it takes, man. I'm telling you. Because why? Because you've been blessed. You're blessed by. You're blessed of God. You're blessed of God. We're, I'm blessing the city, blessing the field, blessed coming in, blessed going out. I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above, not beneath. I'm not last. I'm first. Why? Because I've been blessed by God. And a lot of us are under the impression that if we're blessed, that well, well, then that means we got all new stuff or pay, paychecks are on the increase. No, blessed is simply positioned to win or succeed regardless of the circumstance. Okay? You've been positioned by God to win or succeed regardless of the circumstance. And you can look, you can look at anything, any given situation, and you have what it takes to bring that chaos into order. Because God has given you this authority. A lot of us are waiting on God to do something. I think God's waiting on you. Look at your neighbor and say, I think God's probably waiting on you. Check this out. We're, we're going we're gonna to scoot through a couple of verses so I can get us someplace real quick. Okay, but uh, Habakkuk 2.4, Habakkuk 2.4, and, and, you know, behold, behold. Look, look what it says there at the end. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Say that part with me. The just shall live by faith. Oh, say it like you mean it now. The just shall live by faith. Romans 1.17 has a very familiar piece in that. The just shall live by faith. Say that with me. The just shall live by faith. Look at Galatians 3.11. Ooh, the just shall live by faith, right? That ain't, it ain't by the law. But you're going to live by faith. Look at Hebrews 10.38. This one's good. Hebrews 10.38 says, Now the just shall live by faith. And that good, that's a good one there. It's a good one. If you didn't like the first three, this one's better. Okay? Grab one of them and get this. The ju- well, how do I know if I'm just? If any man be in Christ, any man be in Christ, he's a new Species, old things pass away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. You are justified. You are justified. You are righteous. You are blameless and holy in his sight. Okay, has the blood of Jesus been applied to your life? Then you're just. And it's justified. It's just as if you've never sinned. Just as if you never failed. Just as if, yeah, but I, you know, I know what I did. Yeah, but you got to look at what he did. Okay, and, and, and if, if, if you're born again, you are what the Bible is calling just, okay? You're justified. And how do you live? Well, the just shall live by faith. But here's the problem is that most people have no idea what that means. The just shall live by faith. So I'm going to get me a magic wand. I'm going to wave it around and good stuff's going to happen. You know, when I get up out of my chair and look at it, there's going to be glitter. No, that's, that's not living by faith. That's having glitter on your chair. Well, the angels are going to come down and do the river dance in the driveway, and then I, no, no, that's just going to be weird. Okay, uh, and, and I hope that for some of you guys that really want that to happen, I hope it does. But the rest of us, we just simply need to learn how to live by faith. We need, I said we need to learn to live 
by faith. It's, it's a lifestyle that's prescribed by God for his people. And, and, and you know what? To, to get the right result, to end up at the right place, okay, to have the right result, all you got to do is know where to start. Because, you know, the, the end result is always tied to, to the character, right? We know this stuff. Character ties you to an end result. Certain, certain results demand certain characteristics. If, if you're going to fly, uh, you know, uh, an, an airplane, right? You're going to fly an airplane. And, and uh, okay, well, there are certain characteristics that you must possess as a pilot, you would develop these characteristics so that you can fly the airplane. And you might think to yourself, well, I can fly this thing. Well, and you, if you're so lucky as to get it off the ground, if you don't possess the characteristics of a pilot, there's a good chance you're not going to land correctly. Good enough? You with me? There are certain characteristics. There are certain characteristics that I don't care what end result it is that you want. There are characteristics. Well, how do I get those? Well, you develop the habits that produce those characteristics. So you've got to have some habits. You've got to have some habits, and all a habit is is something that you can do without thought. And, and to get those habits, all you have to do to develop a habit is to perform a, an action very consistently. So you have to perform actions consistently. Those create habits. The habits uh, build character, and the character ties you to an end result. So in order to, to, to perform actions in a consistent manner, that means that there are moments that I have to, con- I have to perform those actions, and, and it's not easy, and it's not comfortable, and it's not, it's not you know, what I would call normal, but, but I'm performing the actions until they become consistent so that they can become the habit. And, and in order to do that, I've got to make the choice because choices are, are what result in actions. So you make it... You know, an action is simply the result of a choice, so you've got to be making choices. To, to, get a, to get an end result that you haven't been getting, you have to be willing to make choices that you haven't been willing to make. You with me still? See, I know what. Someday, someday I'm going to preach like, like a cotton candy message, just hot air and sugar. We're going to do that like on a potluck Sunday, okay? But, but tonight, tonight I'm going to be a little mean to you. Okay? I'm coming. I'm coming to get you. Why? Because you need to live by faith, and, and which means you might have to make some choices you haven't been willing to make in the past. Well, why am I going to make those choices? Because you want a result that you haven't been getting. So we want to change. You know, it's time for some things to change. If I asked you how many wish you could change some things, a lot of us would be like, well, let's just do it. How many of you have things in your life that need to be changed? Okay, look around the room so you, so you understand I got the right group. Okay. I got the right group, and I'm going to show you how to change things, okay? And it's important that you get this. But to change the end result, you're going to have to change the choices, which means that because choices are the result of feelings. Every choice you have ever made is based off of emotion. If you want to make a different choice, you're going to have to feel different about some things, right? See, it, because it, it, if, you, if, you don't, if you don't allow yourself to feel differently, then you're going to keep making the same choice. So I'm going to have to change the way I feel about that. It's kind of, kind of like exercise, you got to change the way you feel about that before you consistently make a choice to do it, right? It, 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 you got to change the way you feel. If you if you if you would just feel different, if you well, how how do I change the way I feel? Well, you it, well feelings are the result of thoughts. So in order to change the way you feel, all you got to do is change the way you think. Okay, change the way you think. You're going to change the way you feel. That's why Romans 12, 2, he says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Change the way you think. You're going to have to change the way you think, which will change the way you feel. And even physically, if you would like to feel better, start thinking better. See, when you wake up in the morning and you ain't feeling good, immediately you got to change the way you think. 
Otherwise, well, I don't feel good. And so now you start making choices based off of that, and, and you're living backwards. You, you, you know, you, you're going the wrong direction. You got, you got to turn this sucker around. I'm going to have to change the way I think. Right? You, you, get, you get news about something that's occurring in your life. You better, you better be thinking right. Because if you ain't thinking right, it, you know, it's, it's the, well, the news, I don't know if it's good news. I don't know if it's bad news. Well, it, the news isn't the issue. How you think about it is the issue, right? Because, why? Well, because we know that the same weight that can be used to throw your back out of joint, the same weight can be used to make your back stronger. So it ain't the weight. It's how you handle the weight. Right? So you got to be thinking right. Well, how am I going to think right? Well, you got to base your thoughts. Every thought is based off of words. So you got to get the right word. Well, the just live by faith. Romans ten seventeen says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you, you got to get the word of God. If you get the word of God, you begin to get the thoughts of God. And, and if you get godly thoughts, I'm telling you, if you start thinking godly thoughts, you're going to start feeling godly feelings. Right? He's going to change. If you receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, it has the power to save your soul. Your soul is the way you think, the way you feel, the way you make your choices. So if you can get the word, the power is in the word to actually change the way you feel about stuff, which will change the way you choose and the actions that you perform. And it starts lining you up. If you get God's word, you'll have God's thoughts. If you have God's thoughts, you're going to get God's feelings. You get God's feelings, you're going to make godly choices. You start making godly choices, what's next? You're going to be, you're going to be acting godly. And you start acting godly, guess what's going to happen? You're going to create some godly habits. You get some godly habits, and all of a sudden, you got godly character. You get godly character, what happens? You're tied to the end result, the end that he declared at the beginning. So to get to the place that God's called you to be, you got to, be, you got to start right. Well, you start with the word. Right? you got, you got to get, okay, if I'm going to live by faith, that's why he's talking about this. You know, the just, how are they going to, how are they going to get to the place I've called them to be? They're going to live by faith. How are they going to get faith? They're going to get my word. My word, David said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. You, you get the word and all of a sudden the steps, the steps, the steps begin to show up because I, I can see now stuff that I couldn't see before. I can, I, can, I can get to places I couldn't get before. I can touch stuff I couldn't reach before. I can accomplish things that were impossible before. Why? Because I got a word that I never had before. See, I got, a, I got a devil telling me I'm a loser, but I got God saying, hey, fear thou not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. See, and if you get that, and if you get it in you, man, it's going to start changing some stuff on the inside of you, and your beliefs begin to align with God's Word. See, a lot of us say we believe all kinds of stuff, but we lie. We lie to ourselves about our belief. See, every action is a manifestation of a belief system. See, so if, 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 if I'm, not, I'm not asking this question, I'm making a statement, so don't respond to this one. Okay, because if you responded to this one, I would feel the urge to mock you, and I'm not spiritual enough to pass it up. Okay, just okay. You with me? Okay. So, if, but if if we ask, we're not. But if we ask, this is we're not asking it. But if we did, if we said, how many believe? Reading the Bible is vital to spiritual growth. Well, hands go up everywhere. But if we but if we said, okay, now, uh, how many read the Bible every day? And unless we had a room full of liars. The, the number would not be the same. Well, here's the deal is you don't really believe that. You've given mental, it sounds good. Sounds like something you should say in church. Yeah, let's agree to that. And that way we get along. But see, you, you say you believe stuff in this room that you never live outside of it. 
See, and, and in order for some things to change, you have to start living what you believe, not believing what you do not live. Okay, I'll say it again. If you really want things to change, you have to start living what you believe, not believing what you don't live. See, because we spout all kinds of stuff, but it ain't true. And, and what we have to do, here, here's where the power to change things is, is, is where, where it just accelerates, uh, you know, your destiny. It, it, I mean, it just, man, it just accelerates the purpose of God in your life. Is when you actually start lining up your actions, you have corresponding action to what you say you believe. See, I, I, the, we've already taken the offering, okay? We're givers. We live to give. But I, I'm telling you that, that if, if, we, if we talked about how many believe, how, how many are tithers, hands always go up all over the place. We've got all these tithers. But the fact is, is that a lot of us, you know, we do something else. Why? Well, because it's, it's not really down in there yet. Here's where I want to get you. I, I'm not trying to get you to the place where you give the church your money. I'm trying to get you to the place where the steps you take are ordered of God. Where, 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 oh my God, we, we are walking this thing out. We are, we are demonstrating our real beliefs. See, it's, it's kind of like this. If you took a, uh, uh, my, my dad used to use this illustration a lot and, and, uh, and he'd talk about a man dying of hunger. You bring a man that's dead, you know, we go out on the streets and we find somebody and they're just on the verge of death. I mean, they are starving to death and we put a big buffet table out and we got the, you know, we got fried chicken and we got mashed potatoes and we got the biscuits and we got the gravy and we got, you know, and we got strawberries and celery sticks for the weird people and ice cream and, and bacon as a topping. Oh my God, that was good. And, and you got all this stuff and, and, and the guy comes in and he sees the food and, and you ask him, do you believe that food will save you? Yes. He's still starving. Well, okay, here's what I'll do then. Because at church, we get a little weird sometimes. So I won't just believe it, but I'll begin to confess it. I believe it, 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 so let's make a confession. He says, okay, I believe that that food has the ability to save me. I, I, and so he's not just believing it. Now he's confessing. He, right, he's got it. His confession's powerful. I believe that food. Listen, he ain't going to live until he starts eating. Until he receives it. Right? He, he's got to get it in him. Listen, let, let me just tell you something about this word thing, man. You got to get it in you. You, you, you want it to change the end result. You better get this stuff in you. And I'm not talking about for, you know, an hour and 15 minutes on the weekend. I'm talking about, no, every day. I, I'm feeding this inner man. I'm going to get him strong. And, and, and I, I'm going to start lining up my beliefs and, 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 and my confession with my actions. I don't, I don't, I don't want to just think about it. I don't just want to talk about it. I want to walk it. And demonstrate Satan's defeat in every area of my life, and 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 you know what this 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 you know this faith thing. Let me tell you something. It's, it's not it's not for the sissified saint. Hey, it's easy, it's easy on the good days, which there's like three or four of them every year. Okay. It's it's easy on the good days. You know, it's easy when when the boss calls you in and he's and he's doubled your pay. It's, it, oh, thank you, Jesus. It's great. It's great to to walk in victory on that day. It's, it's easy. You know. You know. You know what? When you come home from work and you've worked hard all day and you get and you pull into the driveway and you walk into the house and and, and the kids have been sent off for the weekend and your wife's standing there wearing Victoria's Secret. Hey, that's an easy day. 
But there's a few other days involved where you, you, where you got to step out on this thing. And, and, you, and you, can't, you can't be wavering. You can't be caving in. You can't be giving up. You can't be quitting just because it looks tough. Matthew eleven twelve. From the days of John the Baptist even until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. you got to have a force in you that's willing to bring the chaos into order. Because chaos is not coming to order on its own. Okay? You're in a chaotic world. In this world, there's going to be tribulation. But you can be of good cheer. And I just want to point out right here, just a little side note. He doesn't say do good cheer. He says be of good cheer. See, it's all about who you're going to be. We're so hung up on what we're going to do. But what do I do? Now, stop that. Just for a minute. Just don't worry about what you're going to do. Let me ask you this. Who are you going to be? You know, when God breathed, you know, into man, and it says, and man became, and man became, man came to be. He didn't come to do. He came to be. You know, the Bible doesn't say do holy. It says be holy. It doesn't say do strong. It says be strong. It doesn't say do happy. It says be of good cheer. It doesn't say, you know, don't do worry. No, it says, let, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't be troubled. Be at peace. Who are you going to be? Because who you be, that's your character. And that character, that's going to tie you to an end result. See, you can get mad tonight, pack up your stuff, and stomp out mad and call the neighbors. I don't care. I'm going to be who God's called me to be. My final, my final outcome will be better than my current condition every single time. Why? Because this is who I chose to be. Right? Go home and the house is burnt down. We're going to spend about 15, 20 minutes looking at each other like, oh, man, that sucks. And then I'm pressing into my future. Well, yeah, what about all the stuff you lost? Well, you know, if you catch the enemy stealing, he's got to repay you. He's got to repay. According to the Bible, that would be seven times, right? But if, if you call it a seed, if you call it a seed, uh, you see the 30, 60, or 100-fold. So I, I think rather than being stolen from, I'll be a sower. Who are you going to be? The victim? No, I ain't going to be no victim. Hello, somebody. You doing okay? So... We're going to walk by faith. Well, how are you going to walk by faith if you ain't got no word? Faith comes by hearing. So let, 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 me, let, let me put it down this way. If you have a little word, right? If you, if, you, if you have a little word, then you got little faith. You got a bunch of word, you got a bunch of faith. You want to grow your, I, I just want to grow my faith. Really? What's the scripture you're standing on? What is it? I know I've, I've had people leave the church because I asked them what their scripture was. And then when they tried to make one up, I mocked them. <laughs> and I, I feel bad about that. <laughs> I've tried to feel bad about that. You, the just shall live by faith. You've got to have some word. You, well, I don't believe that. Well, then quit whining about what's going on in your world. 
you know, when I said, how many of you have some things that need to change? A bunch of you raised your hand. Well, let me tell you what things are. Let me tell you what things are. Things are words. Words are things in seed form. Okay? So the sower sowed the word, and the word was the, or the source of the seed, and the seed was the word of God. God's word is God's seed. Words are things in seed form. Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Well, what's, the, what's the thing? Well, that's words. So, they're, they're, you know, when you, when, when you go to describe something, you usually use words. And the words that you use to describe those things are important to you because you hope to get those things. Well, faith is the substance or the material that the thing you're hoping for is actually made out of. Faith is the material that stuff's made out of. It is the evidence. Well, I, you know, I, I just don't see it. Right. But faith is the evidence of things not seen. So there are some things that God says I can have that, that well, I, I don't see it yet. Yeah, but faith, because, because faith comes from hearing. And it's not what he said, but it's what he's saying. And since I've heard God and he's saying this to me, I know that I have what he said. Think about it. In, 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 the, in, in Genesis, when God's doing the creation thing, and, and God said, let there be light. And remember, and what does it say? And he saw that it was good. And God said, and then later on, and he saw that it was And God said, and he saw. So God saw what he said. He didn't say what he saw. See, and you and I have a tendency to say what we see. Well, if you say what you see, then what you see probably ain't going to change. But if you will say what God says until you see what he said, are you, are you tracking? See, I don't want to say what I see. I want to see what I said. So I have to have this, this, this thing in me that once I've heard God, now I just begin to align with what he said. Hello? Uh, 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 I'm going to align with what he said. Check this out. I, I, want, I, want, you, I want to get you somewhere, but I, I want to make sure I give you the right stuff. Psalms 145, verse 5. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous works. The word works there is the word debar. Debar. Now, the word debar is words. So when we tell you you need to get into the word, you could put it this way. You need to get into Debar. <laughs> See, some of you guys, that's going to be the only thing that you remember out of this whole message is Pastor Tom told me to go to Debar. Okay. <laughs> you need to spend some time in Debar. You need to get in the Word. And listen to what he said. I will speak of the glorious honor of thy majesty and of thy wondrous words. I'm going to speak about your word. I'm going to speak about your word. First Samuel 3.15. We're going to read these kind of quick. Uh, Samuel lay until the morning and opened the doors of the house of the Lord. And Samuel feared to show Eli the vision. He had a vision, okay? And the next verse says, Then Eli came uh, and called Samuel and said, Samuel, my son. And he answered, Here am I. And look at what he said to him, verse 17. He said, What is the thing that the Lord hath said? I pray thee, hide it not from me. God do so to thee and more also if thou hide anything from me out of all the things that he said unto thee. What is the word that the Lord said to thee? 
uh, don't hide it from me. Uh, if you hide any word from me, of all the words that he said unto you, you're going to be in big trouble. I need to know the word that God, what is the word that God's saying to you? Okay, so you, you got this? Words are things. Things are words. Now go to Mark 11 and 12, and, and we're going to read this. On the morrow, when they come from Bethany, he was hungry. Everybody say, Jesus was hungry. And look at what he did. And seeing a tree afar off, and it had leaves. Everybody say it had leaves. He came that he might find anything on it. And when he found nothing but leaves, for the fi- he got there, it, the time of the figs had not yet come. Next, next verse I gave you. And Jesus answered and said unto it. Okay, this is kind of awkward because Jesus is answering a tree. Jesus answered it. It is the tree. And he said, no man eat fruit of this tree from here on. And the disciples heard it. The disciples heard it. Let me tell you something. So did the tree. Now, they're probably thinking, this is kind of weird because the dude is now talking to trees. How do you say something to something that hasn't said anything? How could you answer a thing that has not said anything? Well, the tree said something. In order for Jesus to answer it, the tree had to say something. What did the tree say? Well, we know that fig trees never have leaves unless they have figs. So the tree was making a statement when it had the leaves. It was saying so that when you saw it from afar off, the the tree was saying, I'm fruitful. And when he got there, the tree was a liar because it had leaves, but it didn't have fruit. So because of the statement that the tree had made, I'm fruitful, Jesus looked at it and said, no, you're a liar. So guess what? From now on, drop down to verse 20. At verse 20, in the morning... Dude, that's fast turnaround time right there. In the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And, 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 and Peter called him, or calling in his remembrance, and, and you know, he's probably in the back on a donkey. He texts Jesus, OMG. <laughs> Jesus texts back, LOL. <laughs> in the morning, he said, he said, oh my God. We see what you said. I mean, it freaked him out. Jesus was used to seeing what he said. But it freaked them out. Go go to 22, I think. Yeah. Then Jesus answering, have faith in God. Have the faith of God. Have have God kind of faith. Have the God kind of faith. And check this out. Here's the next verse. I'm almost done. He said, verily I say unto thee, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be removed and be thou cast into the sea and don't doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith, uh, if, if he can believe those things which he saith, shall come to pass, he's going to have whatsoever he saith. Now notice, notice, he does not have what he said. He has what he saith. And it, you go home, do a little word study. He has what he saith. What that word saith means, it don't mean to say it once. It means what he says and 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 I know what you're thinking well I I don't you know you know what would be so cool is if you would carry a little voice-activated recorder with you so that every time you talk, it records. And then at the end of the day, you lay down and put it on two times 
to save yourself a little time. And you get to, you know, you, you get to hear what you've been saying. And you'll hear and at two times, you know, the voice, the pitch is way up. So it sounds like the whiny self that you really are. And you start listening to what you say. Let, let me tell you, let me tell you about the, about the things in your life. They are the things that you've been saying. And saying. And saying. And saying. And saying. And saying. It, it ain't, it, it ain't going to work to run into an into a auditorium room and say a few things and then go out and say some other things. And, you know, you're with the guys that, on the job, so you say what they say. Well, then you're going to get what they get. And then, you gotta, you know, you're over at the relatives and you're saying what they say. Well, you better like what they're getting because you're going to get what you say. You know, if you say what you see, then you just get more of what you said. <laughs> but if you start speaking, man, you know, how did Jesus, man, he got a fast turnaround time there, didn't he? He's got a quick turnaround. Yeah, but Jesus only said the things he heard the Father say. Well, how, how do I know what to say to this thing? Well, what does God's word say? What does God's word say? Say that. What does his word say? No weapon formed against me can prosper. No weapon formed against me can prosper. Hey, the boss says you're fired. No weapon formed against me can prosper. Hey, the bills are coming in. No weapon formed against me can prosper. Somebody says they don't like no weapon formed against me can prosper. No weapon formed against me can prosper. No weapon formed against me can prosper. And you know what? You got to continue. You got to say it and 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 say it. And you know what? That ain't easy when you ain't feeling good. That ain't easy when things ain't looking good. But I'm telling you, you can change some things immediately because things are words. So all you got to do to change things is change what you've been saying. Change what you've been saying. I'm above only and not beneath. See, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, but do you believe the word or not? Are you a believer? Or come on. It, do you, I'm above only, not beneath. It's hard, it's hard to pull yourself up there when you when, when, when you verbalize all the wrong stuff. When, you know, when, when when you repeat all the negativity that you've heard. When 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 you broadcast all the bad news. I'm above only and not beneath. I'm above only and not beneath. You know, if you ever, if you, if you asked me, how are you? How you doing? What do I tell you? Beautiful. And old ladies go, oh, you should say handsome. It's because they don't even know what the word means. Beautiful is not a chick word. Okay? Beautiful means extraordinary of its kind, marvelous in thought and speech. And I don't care what's going on in my world. You ask me, how you doing? Beautiful. Why? Because I've been saying it. And saying it, 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 and saying it. And I'm going to tell you something. At the end of this day, 
let me tell you what my life is. Extraordinary of his kind. Got great thoughts. I have the ability to speak. What are you saying? Well, I don't know if we're going to make it. Have you, you know, I just don't know. I just don't know. You know, they're trying to cut my social security in half. I'm above only. Not beneath. I'm above only. I'm above only. Man, the kids sure are acting up. All my children shall be taught of the Lord. All my children shall be taught of the Lord. Great shall be the peace of my children. All my children shall be taught of the Lord. Great shall be the peace of my children. Great shall be the peace of my children. You want to change some things? You got to change what you've been saying. Those are the things that need to change. When you change that, when you change those things, God will change those things. When you change those things, God will change those things. You, you got you to line this thing up, man. If, if you don't know what to say, don't say a thing. Don't be the dude that's making things up. You want to just humiliate hell? Just say what God said. I don't know what he said. Sure you do. Let there be light. What does that have to do with anything? A lot more than you think. Uh, A lot more than you think. So, So here's the problem. Let there be light. And all of a sudden, wisdom, understanding, revelation, insight begin to flow. Why? Because that's what light is. Be amazed at the things you know. Now all you got to do is act like you know what you know. Take that word, change those thoughts, change those feelings, change those choices, change those actions, change those habits, change that character. Guess what? You, you end up with a different result than you've ever gotten before. What happened? Things changed. How did that happen? I changed some things. I changed some words. I just lined up my words. I want you to close your book and bow your head. We're going to pray a prayer together. And if you're in this place tonight, and, and you've, been, you, 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 you've been going through life on your own. I mean, maybe, you, maybe you've been around for a while, but you know that the life that you're living, that, that it's not God life. That it's not the life that God has prescribed for you. You know, you know, it's, you know what? It's time for some things to change. I need to, I need to change my relationship with Jesus. How about, how about we launch there? We're all going to pray a prayer together. Won't call anybody out. Won't embarrass you. But if you're here tonight and you say, you know what, Pastor Tom? I, I need to get my life right with God. I need to get right with God. I, or, I, I, you know, I, I, need to, I, I need a brand new start. I, I need this. I'm making this prayer my prayer. If that's you while nobody's looking around, I just want to agree with you in prayer. If that's you, just want you to hold your hand up. Say, Pastor Tom, that's me. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys put them down. Anybody else? Yep, it's, this, is my, this is my night, my time for me to get this thing right. And I'm going to line up with God. He's, he's going to be the ruler of my life. I'm telling you, this is awesome. And everybody in this place, pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me vision. Give me strength. 
I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, give the Lord one more shout, one more praise. Come on.